This episode lives in the Dylan FM archives, and what you're about to hear is a 15-minute teaser edition. To hear the full show and every complete show in our archives, become an FM Plus subscriber. You can sign up in the Apple Podcast app or at fmpods.com. Get more details in the show notes. As a subscriber, you'll get access to over 400 episodes from this and other shows in the FM Pods network. And you'll be helping to make these shows possible. This is Dylan FM, the podcast that goes deep into the work and world of Bob Dylan. If you love Dylan, you're in the right place with your host, Craig Danuloff. As I read through most of Rollins' writing, an unmistakable pattern of borrowed lines that were used in Time Out of Mind songs emerged. Uh, they turn up in at least eight of the album's 11 songs, and this pattern extends into four of the songs in Love and Theft, the Telltale Signs entry in the Bootleg series, as well as the Academy Award-winning song. Time Out of Mind is an inflection point for Dylan in many ways. One is, it's the first album where his use of references from old folk and blues songs and other texts went from general to specific. Dylan has always nodded at or quoted a wide range of literature, movies, songs, and people in his work, from the Bible to old blues to Hollywood movies. We're used to hearing lines that have the ring of the familiar within Dylan songs. But with Time Out of Mind, the style, sourcing, volume, and the way in which these references are made has changed. They're more verbatim. They're often combined and collaged together in new ways. There are repeated references from a single source, and they're no longer just a few words out of dozens of lines. This is a very different kind of writing from Bob Dylan. Some call it cut and paste, although that might not be entirely fair. But it may be the technique that Dylan was referring to when he told Ed Bradley that he couldn't write songs like It's All Right Ma anymore, but he could, quote, do other things. Scott Warmoth is one of the main reasons we know much of this. Many Dylan scholars were able to pick up on quotes from old blues or ballad lyrics, but Scott and a few others helped the world to understand and appreciate Dylan's use of text from a range of authors that few people would have noticed or recognized. For a big picture view of Scott's background and technique, I recommend an interview he did on the Bobcats podcast. Also good is a conversation he had on the Man and God and Law podcast. I'll link to both in the show notes. But we asked Scott to focus deeply on time out of mind, which he did in a presentation given to our premium members recently and in some Q&A that followed. Yeah, it was in uh, 2009 when I realized that I needed to reconsider uh, Bob Dylan's writing strategies on time out of mind. Uh, For a couple of years, my friend Ed Cook and I had been trading notes on the various source materials that Dylan used when crafting Chronicles Volume 1. And by that point, we had cataloged hundreds of quotations from dozens of sources. It would have been valuable enough just to have a list of books that Bob Dylan had likely been reading, but often he uses these borrowed bits in such a way that a deliberateness became obvious. And this suggested a hidden subtext in some instances. Um, Dylan's songwriting from this period displays uh, similar strategies, but I'd really seen this as beginning with Love and Theft from, from 2001. What Ed sent me and uh, later posted on his blog uh, showed Dylan using bits in chronicles from the writing of Henry Rollins, a a man of uh, many talents, but uh, best known uh, for his tenure as the lead singer of the group uh, Black Flag. Uh, The similarities were unmistakable and convincing. 
Now, Ed had pinpointed the passages appearing in a collection called The Portable Henry Rollins, which happened to be searchable in Google Books at the time. And I noticed that the passage in question originally appears in a book by Rollins called Black Coffee Blues. So I bought a copy on the off chance that there might be more there. And as I read the book, I discovered that just a few pages away from the passage that Ed had spotted was some distinctive language that appears in the Time Out of Mind song, A Million Miles. On uh, page 107, Rollins writes, I fell into my room, got away from the streets and the noise. I'm looking at the walls. They look good to me right now. Slowly, I am forgetting them and their mind-polluting words. I don't know how to handle praise. I feel like a con man when I stand there and take it from them. I feel like a commercial. I do it all wrong. I don't know what right is, but I know that I am doing it all wrong. I love dreamless sleep. Dreams tell me too much. Sometimes the less I know, the better. The more I look, the more I see. This passage was certainly a spark for the lines, well, there's voices in the night trying to be heard. I'm sitting here listening to every mind-polluting word, and I'm drifting in and out of dreamless sleep, throwing all my memories in a ditch so deep. Another, perhaps even more intriguing spark appears in the book where Rollins writes about writing a song like Million Miles. He writes, the next song I wrote about was the distance I felt when I thought about that girl. The song centered on the lines, the closer I get, the farther away I feel. As I read through most of Rollins' writing, an unmistakable pattern of borrowed lines that were used in Time Out of Mind songs emerged. Uh, they turn up in at least eight of the album's 11 songs, and this pattern extends into four of the songs in Love and Theft, the Telltale Signs entry in the Bootleg series, as well as the Academy Award-winning song, Things Have Changed. Besides Black Coffee, Blues, other titles that Rollins, by Rollins that Dylan appears to have read include Pissing in the Gene Pool, Art to Choke Hearts, High Adventure in the Great Outdoors, See a Grown Man Cry, and Now Watch Him Die. Uh, making six books in total. Uh, much of the content of these books is dark, dealing with alienation, loneliness, the grind of being on the road, and coping with post-traumatic stress. These themes transfer onto Time Out of Mind and, and play a role in the darkness of so many of those songs. Uh, the land that Time Out of Mind inhabits is in those books. Uh, one example occurs in the song Can't Wait. Dylan sings, I'd like to think I could control myself, but it isn't true. And now watch him die uh, on pages 66 and 67. Rollins writes, if I allowed myself to care about you, I would hang myself up again. Like I've done so many times before when I lost self-control. I would like to think that I can control myself at all times, but it just isn't true. A shout out to Dylan fan, Tim Swaddling, who recently pointed out to me another line from Can't Wait that appears to have roots in the writing of Henry Rollins. 
He suggests that a passage on page 99 of See a Grown Man Cry contains a line that shows up in the last verse of the song. Rollins writes, I never thought I'd have record company hassles. You know, the story where the guy hates his label and moans about how they're fucking him and his music up and you want to tell him to shut up and get a life. I thought that somehow I would be spared this fate. I've been looking at that book on and off for over 10 years and hadn't recognized that particular similarity. I had noticed that on page 96, just a few pages away, Rollins writes, the light in this place is really bad, which happens to be the first line of dreaming of you. And that line also turns up in standing in the doorway. Reworked into the light in this place is so bad. On page 89, another line that appears in dreaming of you, for years they had me locked in a cage is the very first line at the top of the page, making it easy to spot with even a a casual flip through the book. Uh, Highlands contains a rhyme construction that appears to be crafted out of two different bits from Rollins. Dylan sings, I think what I need might be a full-length leather coat. Somebody just asked me if I'm registered to vote. In a road diary entry in Now Watch Him Die that appears on page 146, Rollins writes, Some Nation of Islam guys were here tonight. They were an intense crew, to say the least, immaculately dressed with bow ties and full-length leather coats. A passage in Art to Choke Hearts reads, I was walking into the Lucky Mart on Lincoln Boulevard in Santa Monica the other day. This guy is out front with a clipboard. He comes up to me and says, are you registered to vote? This type of deliberate couplet crafting is used throughout Love and Theft and, and seems to have gotten its start here. One love and theft couplet functions as a callback to Dylan's use of the writing of Henry Rollins on Time Out of Mind, uh, specifically around the line, uh, there's, well, there's voices in the night trying to be heard. I'm sitting here listening to every mind-polluting word. Uh, Dylan returns to Rollins and the theme of voices in the night trying to be heard in Lonesome Day Blues. It's a comparative literature presentation disguised as a blues couplet. Dylan sings, last night the wind was whispering something. I was trying to make out what it was. I tell myself something's coming, but it never does. The first part of that line is based off of a passage from the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Uh, Twain writes, the stars were shining and the leaves rustled in the woods ever so mournful. And I heard an owl away off hoo-hooing about somebody that was dead and a whippoorwill and a dog crying about somebody that was going to die. And the wind was whispering something to me, and I couldn't make out what it was. And so it made the cold shivers run over me. Dylan builds the rhyming line out of a passage where Rollins also writes about listening to the voices of the night. In Art to Choke Hearts, Rollins writes, I tell myself something's coming. I don't know what, but it's coming. But it never does. And I knew that it wouldn't in the first place. But I like to think that something's coming and uh, that something's coming makes me feel like living a little more. Sometimes I don't feel like that at all. And he he goes on and on and on through there about uh, if any of the noises are supposed to be telling me something, I listen intently. I don't want to miss the right one. So you can see how he's pairing those pieces, uh, essentially saying a pair. Remember when I was, did that that line in On Time Out of Mind? Yeah, I'm really still thinking about Henry Rollins and you can compare him to Huckleberry Finn, which is an incredible way uh, to write. In Highlands, Dylan sings, I see people in the park Forgetting their troubles and woes, they're drinking and dancing, wearing bright colored clothes, 
all the young men with their young women looking so good. Well, I'd trade places with any of them in a minute if I could. And there's a striking parallel in High Adventure in the Great Outdoors uh, from page 50. Rollins writes, I was running on the strand down near the Hermosa Beach Pier. It was a clear day. Everybody was outside. I saw all these people in shorts and bikinis, having beers, playing volleyball on the sand, running around, laughing, calling out to each other, cooking hamburgers on hibachis, playing ZZ Top, fooling around on skateboards, beautiful girls, all tanned and slim, smiling and talking with guys, people getting drunk, talking loud and laughing like a bunch of hyenas. Must have been nice to have been part of it. I saw this guy walking down the street with this girl. They were both smiling. They were holding hands. You know, she was one of those blondes and she had these nice clothes on and they were laughing and talking, just walking down the street, probably going to eat dinner and then go to a movie or play. I would have traded places with the guy in a second. Thanks for listening to this part of this episode. We hope you'll consider becoming an FM Plus subscriber to hear the full version of this and all of our shows. Sign up in the Apple Podcasts app or at fmpods.com.